everybody. Welcome to Leica Street Photography Collective. I'm Ricky, and today I have a really good um, session today. It's going to be a photo critique of some photos I selected. Uh, it's going to be raw, uncut, unadulterated, pretty much. However, people want to say the anything they want to say about these photos, just pure, honest critiques. I sent each of you kind of like the guidelines of trying to just, you know, what you're looking for on each of the photos, right? Technical aspects, skills, um, interestingness of the story, uh, and then how well they met the theme. Uh, this is the first time we we are doing this. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, I've had a lot of bites, but no one really submitted photos they wanted wanted to be reviewed. So uh, I... I volunteered myself just to show everybody I'm not scared to be critiqued. Uh, no one in this room has seen the photos up until now. So there's no biases in any way. Um, other than that, I would like for each of the people on the line to introduce themselves really quick. So, um, <coughs> yeah, go ahead. Who's going to go first? Oh. Anyone. Doesn't matter. My name is Frank Jackson, and as I always tell people, I actually take pictures because I absolutely suck at trying to draw. Um, I, uh, I'm a frustrated uh, doodler. You know, I, 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 I would see someone and I would, uh, I had friends I grew up with that could look at you and take a pencil or anything that had ink in it and draw you, and it was to perspective. And I knew that was a talent that you're born with, you know, and you get better as you train. Uh, and I think for the time I was 14 or 15, I picked the camera up and the first picture I took came out. The second one came out. The third one came out. First roll-up process came out. Uh, it was scary. It was, uh, it was my cocaine. <laughs> and I uh, decided by the time I was 17 that... That's what I want to do the rest of my life, man. I've actually never let anything else get in the way. I uh, stopped taking pictures for six months between 20 and 23 because I worked for IBM. They hired me and trained me to fix the typewriter with the ball. And I bought myself more camera equipment <laughs> and a 4 by 5 camera. And... Um, so I've been on this uh, this trip. Uh, I've never been to school. People ask me, some of the young guys ask me about that, and I say, you should take some kind of a class. You should take, even if you think you're good, a basic photo class. You'd be shocked at how much better you'll become. Go take a photo one class at a night at a college. I went back to Santa Monica City College two years ago and took photo one. And my friends were like, you? I said, yeah. They said, what did you learn? I said, I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned to not believe that uh, you know everything. You know, the teacher was really good. He was a working pro. He made everybody use their digital cameras like film cameras. Take them off, take them off automatic, you know, do your exposures. And um, I went through it. Nice. But uh, 
Yeah, man. You know, I just I uh, I chase light. What I do, chase light. Yeah, and you are good at it. You do got a great eye, uh, and I'm glad and I'm happy you could be a part of this. Thank you. So thank you for, uh, especially the time zone. So I have to apologize because everybody's on the different parts of the world. I was trying to get Don Stevie, and he's in London, so I gotta be. I try to you know be mindful of everybody's times and try to pick. Um, but anyway, uh, we'll go with the next one. So we'll go with Eric. He's muted right now. You can unmute yourself and join and quick little brief introduction. Uh, <clears throat> The Eric Corner here. I've been on here a couple of times. Everybody knows me from the guy who started taking pictures in high school, took photography classes in high school in 76. And my first camera ever was a Leica M2 that I still have that my father gave me. Um, <clears throat> I got away from photography years later because of my regular vocation and kind of dibbled and dabbled. And I think that everything, I believe that everything happens for a reason. During that time when I was in my own, running my own business, um, one of the photographers for one of my clients was the first black and only female uh, director of photography for the White House, Sharon Farmer. And I was just watching her take pictures and the juices got flowing. And at the same time, my middle son was going to high school and he wanted to take photography classes. Now, mind you, my wife nor none of my kids knew that I was the avid photographer back in the 70s. So we bought my son a digital camera and he's coming home one day, he's taking a picture of food. Next thing, I know he's out to take pictures of bushes, of flowers on the bushes that he's taking pictures at night and I knew he was doing um, photo assignments. So I said, let me see your camera. <clears throat> I grabbed his camera. So how do you change the ASA on, on this camera? He said, what's ASA? <laughs> then I said, well, how do you adjust, how you, how you adjust your Kelvin? He said, who's Kelvin? At that moment, I knew that I was a dinosaur in a, in a digital age. I set the camera down, and I figured it passed me by. So I called my good friend, Chucky Neal, who you guys know as Chaz. And I said, look, man, what, what's, what's going on? He laughed. So I went out, and the first thing I did, rather than pick up the, the, the Leica, because I figured since everything is digital, Surely no one sells film anymore. <clears throat> and I went, went out and got to use um, uh, Canon, a Nikon D8. And it just had too many buttons for me. And I just sat it down. And we had a conversation about going um, mirrorless. And he said, you know, Leica has mirrorless. And then <clears throat> it was all over from him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I bought the uh, M9 used. And now I have the, uh, the my next camera is the M10D. And now I have the monochrome. So I have the M10D and monochrome. And I shoot every day, even though I don't post every day. I'm more critical of my shots now than I've ever been before. I think that there's a responsibility when you start posting on the internet for people to see. Don't waste anybody else's time um, by just putting stuff out there. So I've uh, actually slowed down my process on what I think is is presentable and presentable to the public as well as what, what I want to hold on to for, for later work. So that's who I am. Nice, nice. Craig, um, you'll be next. But before you start off, I do want to say uh, I really appreciated what you said on that one post about people not really understanding what goes into these photos. Uh, that really touched me. It was real powerful. And I appreciate you saying that. Uh, like you said, all real photographers should understand it. And I definitely do. So uh, cheers to you for that. And now the floor is yours. Thanks. Good morning, everybody. Or good evening, uh, depending on where you are, I guess. Hello, I'm Craig world. Clark. Uh, right. <laughs> I live in Newburgh, Maryland, uh, right outside of D.C. Uh, 
<clears throat> I'm a safety manager for a construction company in the area and photography is a, a hobby or an obsession rather. Uh, I'm, I'm a lot like Frank. I, uh, I picked up a camera seriously, I guess, for the first time around 2002, 2003. My mom taught photojournalism and, uh, and, and passed down a camera to me. It was a Nikon D70S, I think. Um, and that got me started. And once I, once I held the camera in my hand and started taking pictures, I was obsessed and, and, uh, I've been obsessed with it ever since. Um, I went from Nikon to Sony and I guess about three years ago, yeah. switched up Leica. Um, and I, I, I can say I finally have found the tool that aligns with my vision. Um, I think, Excuse me. I think owning a Leica has really sort of uh, allowed me to hone in my craft. Uh, I look back over my photography over the years. It's it's kind of gone in different directions. Like you said before, Ricky, uh, I think all of us probably started out doing landscape, you know, the low-hanging fruit, you know, just taking pictures of stuff that we see, flowers, sunrise, sunsets, trees, well, you know, whatever. Um and now I've kind of, uh, I, I've got this thing that I love talking to strangers and, uh, and I just kind of roam the streets and, and I talk to strangers and I usually try to make a portrait afterwards. Um, and, and that's kind of the direction that at least my street photography has gone. Um, yeah. And I'm like, Eric, I try to take a picture every day, uh, I need to slow down on posting probably. I try to post every day, but, but, uh, uh I, I think that, uh, I think Eric said it on a previous podcast and, and it was kind of almost where I was going with that narrative on the picture I posted yesterday. I, I, I think that when you, uh, maybe your feed is oversaturated, I think people don't give the pictures the attention that they deserve. Um, you know, so yeah. anyway, well, perfectly said. Uh, thank you. And as anyone probably guessed, all three of these people who will be reviewing and critiquing the photos, they all shoot differently. So they're all going to add their own, pretty much their own personal perspective. And we should get the outcome that we're, that I'm hoping for. It's just some good, honest feedback. And again, this is for anyone who's considering doing it and was just kind of like nervous. Um, no need to. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> I got the 40 minute uh, time pop up. Anyways, we're going to keep on pushing. If I need to renew it, I will. Um, but yeah, so yeah, everyone's different. And uh, we do got John. He's in the back. You can go ahead and give yourself a little quick introduction as well. Uh, what's up guys? I'm John. I'm in the back. Don't worry about me. <laughs> you can go back to a couple of his podcasts. You'll find me on there, yeah. but, uh, good morning or good evening or afternoon, depending where you're at. Cool. Cool. All right. So once again, I send everybody who's going to be looking at the photos, um, right before we started recording. So they're fresh in their minds. And then who wants to volunteer to go first? I'll pick some. Just thoughts about the pictures. 
So yeah, so uh, I I I sent the the photos. Did you get them? Yeah, I got them. I got them. Okay. Uh, and then I also sent you in your Instagram the the grading criteria. If you want to review that really fast. I'll pull that up. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to hold a lot for $2. Yeah. Hey, Ricky. Yeah. I'm going to put in the chat. There's a, I just set you up another link for Zoom. You want to send that out to everybody? I have the unlimited. So when this one cuts off, we can go straight to that one and, go and continue on. Or we can stop right here and go straight to that. However you want to do it. But that link right there. As soon as I open it up, we can go as long as we want. And you're going to invite another 500 people if you want to. Uh, actually, yeah, that's a good idea. So I'm going to push pause on recording, and then we'll all switch over to Eric's. I guess now I have to upgrade Zoom. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Does everybody see that in, in, the, in the chat? Yep, pausing. Hang on. I'm going to move this box out of the way. man. <laughs> <laughs> We I should. had to uh, upgrade an operating system, so it uh, had to get a new webcam camera. Because I'm my laptop's closed, and I'm going through a 27-inch monitor with a with a Logitech webcam, and the mic is on the. It's a great camera. I think I think it's just it's too much. And I tell you what, when you started talking and you flipped that flipped that light up, I said, "Look at Frank showing off his lighting in there." Man, you had immediate Rembrandt lighting going on. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when they make, I mean, you know, I love I love lights, and the thing was um, Felix was making uh, they make a really nice, expensive LED lights for photographers, and they sponsored me, which means they didn't give me anything. They dangle a, almost a useless uh, discount. They had a desk lamp that they wanted $200 for. And I kept looking at it going, you know what? These things are all made in China. So I went on Amazon and I found one for 30 bucks. And that's this one that I have here. And it, it does a color temp. It's daylight. You know, it has a, it's a, you know, 30 bucks. It works. And I've used it for photo shoots. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it just works. Whatever works. All right. So, yeah. I, I am recording. Um, I like all these little side chat, bar chats. So, I include everything. And the fans do, too. Um, but, so, who would like to go first? You got three photos. A little bit of what you're looking for. And, yeah, we can get on with that part. Okay. Let me pull up the criteria. So, is the photo in, uh, in oh. here interesting? Does it hold? So, the theme, I forgot to mention, the theme is shadows and silhouettes. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I apologize. I didn't, is again, trying to iron out the, the kinks of first time recording. So, um, yeah. All right. So, shadows and I'll silhouettes. I'll, I'll go first. Let me uh, not try not to make too big of a fool of myself. Um, in my email, the first one is the beach scene, and you have uh, a young kid is uh, in the back, 
uh, taller kid, and then I think probably mom, and then people. Um, I I love the. Uh, this reminds me of that. Uh, your illustration of um, evolution, you know, kind of. Yeah, I know. Where, yeah, you know, and it's a kind of a family thing. It's the thing that bothers me is the uh, the sun and the blown out in back. I know it's just a raw file, but you know, I I would knock that just just knock that down so I can see what's going on. Um. I'm, I'm going through the, the next angle, and that's that was anyway, I got two. Yeah, was the third one? Hang on, let me get to the, let me get the one where all three are in here. Okay, there we go. All right, there we go. I like the middle one the best. Is this a band? Is this a, a traditional Hawaiian band? No, is this the, is the one band member out of the shade. So this one, I, I know. The man walking solo is that the one you're talking about? Yes. So those are uh, Okinawan uh, drummers, taiko drummers. It's called Asa. It's a okay. it's a seasonal yeah. dance. Yeah, I love this. This is uh, I mean, you, you, you him stepping in the sun like that really makes a shot. Very very powerful. Uh, and the balance of it. I'm looking at the balance between him with his head bent down, walking in one direction, and in the background, there's an old man with a mask on, and he's going the other way. There's a lot to that. It's been a long time since I've taken pictures directly into the sun. <laughs> you got the third one, Frank? Yeah, I'm looking at the third one now. Um, the, uh, the furniture keeps getting in the, in the way for me. This big piece of furniture is slightly out of focus. Yeah. Um, it, every time I look at it, my eye goes right back to that first. Um, I don't know if you, you could have stepped up, maybe make the uh, top of the couch shrink down more, or if you would have missed your moment. Because I love what the kid is doing to the back of whoever's sitting. You know, he's like reaching out. Yeah. 
And I know that in, in a lot of these shots, you get one chance to get the shot. You don't get two, mm-hmm. especially if people are moving around. All right. Sweet, sweet. So, uh, really good feedback. Uh, and overall, I guess the fourth one, how well was the the subject and theme met? Good. For the first one? For all three, just an, an overall. Oh, you nailed me. Well, yeah, you got, you know, the first two, number one and three, definitely silhouettes, for sure. You know. So which one would so you my favorite still the middle one? Which one? Which one would I pick? The best of, 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 of the three I like the most? Yeah. Number two. Okay. Because I could see this as a, a uh, as a print where you find something new in all the time. You know, you could. This would be powerful, big or small. The other ones, because of the nature of them, they need to be big. <clears throat> and really printed well. All right, sweet. All right, that uh, is. Is that all you have to say? Before we go to the next one? Yes. Yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Thank you, sir. Uh, I do want to come back and I'll tell you a little more about that photo and where I was at. And uh, there's actually more to that. But again, the, the subject was shadows and silhouettes. So that's why I chose to share this one. So between Eric and Craig, who would like yeah. to go next? I'll go next. <clears throat> I'll start with um, this one. Can everybody see that? Oh, you're yeah. <laughs> you're a, a legit Zoom professional. You you know how yeah, to do but, all of this. But I made I made I made I made all of you co-hosts so you can share your screens too. Okay, you can make it, you share your screens. Too. I, I like this this shot a lot. I don't know if you inadvertently knew it or not, but you have threes all in this in this photo as well. Um, from a silhouette from a silhouette standpoint, you nailed it. Um, did you shoot this with the monochrome? Yes. Preset your camera at negative with the um, um, uh, point negative seven on there. So you, you know, so <clears throat> however you um, uh, meter it, it'll always be underexposed. That that, that blowout would not have been there. Yeah. Like Frank, and there's nothing you can do with that blowout with that blowout on that monochrome. You can mess with that all day long. Yeah. It's still gonna be yeah. blown out. It's, gonna it's still gonna be blown out. Yeah, and I and I like the I like the way the picture was composed in the sense that even with the people with the people that the lady and the, the two kids coming is walking to other people. It's, it's like a unity between where they are and everything else. Everything's tied in. You have you have perfect lines, the horizon line, the walkway line, the, the people walking in lines. Even the, the rock feature on the ground is pointing in a, in, a, in, a, in the same direction, almost like a point is pointing where I like this picture a lot. Um, 
it, it does it does grab my interest. You hit the mark on the um, on the theme, which is the silhouettes and shadows. Obviously, there's a lot of shadows and a lot of, and and everything is in in silhouette. Um, only thing probably would have did. I don't know what this feature is right here, but if you if you put a radio blur in and just pulled it out a little bit, to give it a little bit more definition. We can tell that this is a rock feature right here. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's a rock feature or if that's an extension of what's going on right here. But if that is rock, then the other thing is that all of these are related somewhere, just like she's related to these two, these rocks are related because under the water, that's a connection right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I like that whole, I, I like that whole concept. And I'm not sure if he took that in consideration when he took that shot. The only thing I would have done differently if I had the opportunity was got a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. okay. That's just me. But sometimes these things happen so fast that you don't have the opportunity. And maybe by by getting in there closer and not seeing what's happening, you could have thrown the picture off because they were wondering why you were running towards them. Yeah. Because right now, everybody's looking at you. Everybody, everybody's doing their own thing, and you captured the moment because everybody's facing the same direction. Those three are facing forward. Everybody who's at the water is facing towards the water. I even see a guy down there who looks like a lacrosse net, but he's got a net in his hand mm -hmm. at the bottom. So you on the silhouettes on this one. I like that one. Yeah. So that one, that one rock that you were talking about to the right, that is a, a rock formation. Uh, and that's probably the most popular rock. Uh, and, and the little beach. Right here. Yeah. Right here. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a, it's a rock. I, I got better <clears throat> photos. I, I could show you offline what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is uh, you are right. If I was closer, it would have been a little better. Uh, but, Excuse me. That's actually is me getting as close as I could because I saw the moment coming and I right, actually right. started running uh, while taking photos. So there's a couple other photos in between. Um, but yeah, right. so that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Because look, if you if you got just a little bit closer, taking by taking this out, then all your entire picture would have been from this rock feature to these people right here. Mm -hmm. That empty space right there would have been filled in by being in a little bit closer. Yeah. But it is, you know, those moments come and go real fast. You don't have the opportunity. Sweet. <coughs> Excuse me. Who's the other one? Go. All right, so from this one, I don't see any. I don't see from a silhouette standpoint what I would look for in a silhouette. I do see. I do see shadows um, in this picture. Like with Frank, I like the composition between the light and the dark. You know, the, those who are in the dark are having an emotional tie with each other. The only one who's in light seems dejected and has got his head down. You see the, the the contradiction between the two from a, from a, from a, from a metaphysical standpoint. If you're in light, you should be happy because you're in the light. Whereas he seems dejected, and everybody else seems connected in the dark. You, you follow what I'm saying? So there's a, there's a, a juxtaposition in the mood of this picture as well as the emotion of this picture, and it does it does draw me into this picture because like why is he so dejected? Um, but he's in the, in the light, but everybody else seems to be connected um, in in the dark. Even the guy who has the mask on walking away, mm -hmm. walking the other direction. I mean, I, I like this picture um, as well. It, it does catch my eye because I'm now I'm now I'm forcing myself to look and see what everybody else is doing. But 
the, the clear line, the clear delineation between light and dark kind of captured my eye because now I want to know what everybody's doing. Did he just come from there? And after he came from, from where they were, maybe he's dejected because of that. But that emotion, his emotion kind of is the first thing that I capture. And I think that the um, the, composi- the composition of this picture with him being off to the left, the left or the right third kind of singles him out, even though he's not the one in the crowd, kind of singles him out, kind of look at him, and then everything else feeds off of off of his emotion. I like that a lot. Now, um, we're, let me get right here real quick. This one is actually my favorite. Because of the shapes, um, the, first, well, the first thing I see when I come to this picture is this half moon. And I see she's almost levitating off of it. He's there in that perfect hand gesture, and you can even see the tips of his hair right there. This piece, this part right here, to me, is the feature. I almost forgot. I almost missed this whole couch there until Frank said something. But now that I see it, Frank's right. If you move just to the left, left a little bit. Again, I don't know how much time you had, or even stood right here. Get it? I don't know how much you used. A thirty-five. This was a uh, fifty, I believe. Oh yeah, you'd have ran out of space. But you, you probably got where all the things you can you would have been able to do. But maybe move move over here a little bit. To make sure you capture this. But all of that right there, and this right, you you hit silhouette on on the money. Everybody knows this is this is obviously a lamp. But that hand gesture, that one hand gesture right there, the hand gesture is kicking. It's kicking, and and the space between that 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 will make you make me forgive you for the couch, right? <laughs> So, so that space, that space between the hand and her back is is the key to the whole the whole picture. You can see the 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 little flip in his hair, but that space right there, if he was touching you, would never did a leg to hand. But that that's that space right there is the foot on the um, on the Brisson, um picture, not hitting the puddle. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's for a girl, by the way, and not a kid. Yeah. I know this one is, but I'm not sure what that one. And I don't, want, I don't want to take a guess. But you want to say, Ricky? Yeah. I, yeah. I the, picture, the, the picture of uh, Brisson took at the, at the um, train station, one of, the, one of the features of that picture is the fact that he caught it just before the foot hit the puddle. That's your Brisson moment right there. Thank you for that. I appreciate the comparison. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the first time I've ever been compared to HCB. So thank you for that. That's a, a really big um, compliment. So yeah, thank you. As Bob, as Bob Ross, as Bob Ross would say, we always have happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The out of the art world. Okay, and then like you said, the last one, uh, that half moon one was your your favorite. That was my favorite. All right. And now Craig. There we go. Let me unmute myself. Eric, is it possible that that you bring the pictures back up on the screen? Sure. Which one do you want first? Uh, uh, we'll just go in order. One, two, three. So, so the first one, um, and I've got I've got my my criteria written down over here. So the first thing is is the photo interesting? And, and to this, I would say yes. Um, it's it, it, I always ask myself when I look at a picture, what am I supposed to be looking at? Like, what did the photographer want me to look at? 
And I think Frank hit the nail on the head. I see the three people, and I immediately think of the evolution diagram. Um, you've kind of got like the size, like large, medium, small. Um, I think the uh, I, I I think the framing is good uh, for some reason, and it's probably just a personal thing. The sidewalk at the bottom of the frame bothers me a little bit. Uh, I'm like OCD about straight lines, and, and that line kind of at that angle is uh it, it bothers me a little bit but but other than that i think the framing is good um as far as the technical aspect um it, it's kind of weird frank pointed out that that you kind of that blown out part right there in the center and i'll say this and it's kind of weird uh since i started shooting with a mica i don't care as much about like blown out highlights or, or black shadows. Um, I, I, I can't even, sometimes it actually adds to the pic. Um, sometimes I'll take a portrait and somebody might be in the, but I don't have time or whatever to move in the background. Blown out. And I don't mind it. Um, so in this one, it doesn't necessarily bother me. As far as the theme, I think we got it. I think we got you know, silhouettes in the picture here. Um, I I would like to have seen a little bit more shadow of the three people, but you know, like everybody said, you have a matter of seconds to, to take these pictures. So like the opportunity to back up or something like that. Um, so yeah, I like this one. And we've got the corner. There we go. Um, let's see. So, so this one again, I can clearly tell that that you want us to be looking eye over to the right. Doing something and walking is it interesting? I think so. Uh, it raises my curiosity as to walk, walking on and breaking off from the group. And, uh, I really like his shadow as well. Uh, the framing, I think the framing on this one's perfect. Uh, there's, there's nothing the framing. I, it, if I had taken it, I probably would have tried to see it a little bit closer, maybe. Uh, but, you know, like I said earlier, you don't know. Uh, technical aspect, I, I think everything's good on properly smooth, your lines are straight. And again, uh, I don't necessarily see silhouettes. I do, however, see the shadow of the guy there. And like Eric said, I like how he in the light. And I like that. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree, though. And this, and this one's not my favorite. Uh, I like it. But the third one, I think I'm going to agree with Aaron. Uh, it's out of the bunch. Do I sound okay? I can kind of hear an echo. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're fine. It's probably me. Okay. All right. Might be the mic. I gotta get a different headset. I'm gonna do this. 
That's all good, man. So when I saw this one, I immediately think of, I want to say that it comes on at the beginning of the movie, and there's like the little like picture of the crescent moon with the yeah. person on the edge of it, and and I didn't even notice. Uh, I was looking at it on my phone first that the guy's actually standing on um, I think this one's really uh, so is it interesting? Absolutely. I, I love the stage in this one. And I'm kind of like Eric. I didn't even, I didn't even notice the couch in the foreground. And, uh, it, uh, you know, would it be better without it? Yes. But like everybody else said, I think you got the moment. Chances are you probably to position yourself. Um, so, so the framing, I think, other than that couch, I think it's perfect. You got the silhouette of the crescent moon object there. The person standing on it. I agree. The tunnel is perfect. How there's a, a little bit of distance between the man and the girl. Um, the theme, you know, uh, silhouettes in this are perfect. Again, I uh, I kind of like how how the sun kind of created a little part right there in the center, right behind the guy reaching out. I really like that. Um, I also like the little lantern hanging from the top of the state. Uh, I think that's a nice touch. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I think this one's my favorite. Yeah, that was my favorite too. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is probably spot that if it were me, I would go back to and uh, and try to get another shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just as a, I was just thinking about it earlier, so like I said, I'm a uh, I'm a safety manager for a construction company and an ocean instructor. And on construction sites, we always have people that are designated either competent persons, qualified persons. And you said they're definition. And I just want to say, I'm not sure I'm competent or qualified to, uh, to critique photos. <laughs> but I appreciate you asking me to be on here. Uh, uh, no worries. So, 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 yeah, that's my opinion. Of I like all three of them. I like them more uh, the more I look at them. Like, at, like, I'm definitely a person that when I take a photo... I like something in the foreground to just like jump out at you, you know, or something. And when I first looked at these, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I don't know. Nothing's really jumping out at me. But the longer I look at them, the more I like them. Okay. Well, I do appreciate it. Um, finish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. And, and now, John, uh, since you kind of got a little glimpse... At the whole process let's let's see what you got let's let's see here from you uh and then yeah let's, me you, okay you, uh you get a turn hmm. too <laughs> okay let's see if we can do this uh i do this <clears throat> i made you a co-host so you can share as well john all right so to share do i just go more and share screen or what no just go to share screen and then it, it should pop up your um, your desktop, and then click on whatever you want to see. Okay. Let me try that. Clicking on share screen. Yep. Your desktop should pop up. If you have your pictures in your tray or 
open. They should you should see him. Going to. All right, you guys talk while I uh, work this out. Yeah. Give me a Eric, oh, Eric, might have to cap Ricardo. Him. Yes, sir. Um, you should practice if you can with the monochrome. When you get another scene like this, don't be afraid to run your uh, your your your, uh, your negative conversation. A stop plus minus a stop plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was telling them. Because I have my I have my set at po- a point uh, zero point negative point zero seven. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good place to leave all digital cameras. Yeah. yeah. Um, now the new so on the I'm with the I'm with the Nikon the Sony the digital, and the Sony does a very good job of not blowing highlights as a rule. And on the A7R four, they put a really cool lock lock button so I can never move my conversation by accident. But if I'd have seen something like this, mm-hmm. well, you know, to get the shot, I would have shot it. But if I had a chance to get two, the second one, with the, with the way the sky looked, I would have shot it um, negative one plus maybe a third. Because what I've learned from, from the analog side is Film never blows highlights. Yeah. Film never blows highlights. You can you can burn it in when you make a print and enlarge it. Digital cameras really don't like bright light. But they don't. They like shadows. Yeah. They love shadows. And uh, I tell people I do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like when I, on my analog flow is to all my T-Max on the shot plus one. And I pull the processing. Yeah. So I get these pristine negatives. I can print from zero to five in contrast. I, uh, in 1988, I bought one of the best enlargers in the world. I still have it it's in the room behind me. It's a, a four by five Durst Labrador with a black and white diffusion head. Yeah. And it's stepless for contrast. And, um, you know, so I learned, I learned photography by trying to make my digital as you know, close to analog as possible. Mm-hmm. And my thing is to sh- everything I shoot, I shoot to print. Hey, you got it, John. Yeah, got it. So, we're high right. three now. So, uh, just going on, going back to what Eric said when he was talking about um, shooting under. I learned really early with shooting with the monochrome. You have to kind of un- un- or underexpose your photos because once you get something that's full white, there's no pulling the details. But you can have something that's close, like 100% black, and you can pull those details. So it performs really well with, with darks and shadows, not so well with the highlights. So I, I am underexposing. It's just the Okinawa sun is really, really bright. So apparently the new, the new the new M has got more resolution. Uh, basically, I think they put the eight seven R full sensor in it, mm-hmm. and you're going to see if, if, you, if you can get one of those, uh, you'd be shocked at the kind of detail you get out of that sensor. Hey, hey Rick. Yeah. Hey Rick. Yes, sir. Rick. That I keep running. 
I'll say the same thing about the Q2 monochrome. I I keep my exposure compensation about three quarters of the stuff underexposed. And I mean that sensor I can pull just about anything. Yeah. I just want to add you have to you have to underexpose monochrome. Yeah. 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 That, that's my big beef with Leica. So you can spend a lot of money for that camera. And my attitude is they should have written an algorithm in there to where on the Nikon D810, there's an automatic compensation of minus uh, one and a half. You hit a button, boom, it'll do it right away. Go quick for you without you having to hunt for it. I'll go to the menu. Um, I think the lighting should have done that. But I, think, I, I don't know how educated the guys are that are buying that camera. If they know about that, they understand what that is. Oh, they they warn they warn you early. That's for sure. You only that, get that, three same shot, that same shot right there that Ricky took right there with any of the with any of the color likers would not have been a problem because they could pull the highlights back. It's only in that monochrome because that same shot in a in a color file That's converted to black and white. He could have used the color filters to pull that thing back, yeah. and you would have never known it was blown out. So, Ricky was going to say is that that Okinawan sun, how bright that is. Uh, they use that to their advantage, December seventh, nineteen forty-one, by using the same the same tactical advantage <laughs> coming in from the sun. <laughs> Actually, uh, this beach. This beach is where uh, the U.S. forces landed. Uh, it's actually a little, like maybe a half mile north of where the U.S. forces landed when they came to Okinawa. Yeah. Yeah, but now well, let's get to John because he he looks eager and he's got the photos ready. So uh, yeah, he's he biting at the bit over there. He biting at the bit over there. I, I, I am first of all, thanks for letting me do it. I'll do it real brief. Um, no, no, no. Don't then, don't don't, don't, you know, don't do it brief. Don't, don't don't cut yourself off like that. Take as long as you want. It's that's what this is for. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just okay. whatever uh, you want to say. <laughs> Okay, so you do know uh, that, like I said in the podcast, that I actually went to school. Uh, you know, I took a bunch of classes at the Art Academy of San Francisco, the Art Institute. Yeah. And one of the biggest classes that I think I took a lot away was there was a class just on critique. Like, we had to buy textbooks to learn how to critique and stuff. And man, I talked about getting ripped apart. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're the critique um, master. Yeah, was, <laughs> I should have had you. That was like 2008. So let's see what I remember. But basically, um, uh, for this photo right here, you ha- I have it up. Um, I'm like uh, Craig, you know. Like I already, I already kind of cropped it because that um that line in the bottom. Also, I would you know try to get ahead of it, but I understand you're trying to chase these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, without it, it for me it makes a big difference, right? Yeah. And then um, you know, these, I'm just saying basic stuff, but we all know it. Like the basic rule thirds, right? Like so if I come here and I do this overlay. You know, they always tell you to put the horizon here or here. So, like, trying to get it as close as I can to those lines when I'm shooting, I always kind of try to think of that. So, you know, ideally, that would be, like, textbook, you know, but, you know, anywhere around there would have been cool. Um, that's it. And other than that, like everyone said, you know, like, you can only do so much for the, the sun coming and, and doing what it's doing. Um, Eric said it good. Like, there's, you know, three kids. Right, there's three people here, there's three people here, there's three. This looks like three. I, you know, I've been in Japan, so I know like this is the focal point right here, that rock. So, 
you know, obviously I would have kept that and try to incorporate that as much as possible. But that's really it, man. As far as silhouette, from what I've been hearing, I, I didn't get the little uh, agenda or whatever, but yeah, uh, I think this one pretty good spot on with that. I mean, even the, even the, the rocks in the background are technically silhouetted and then the rocks on the side. So I think for that, you kind of nailed it, but that's it for that one. Um, this next one, uh, I'm with Eric, not so much silhouetting, but, um, the only thing for me, and I'm just really, really hard on myself when it comes to paying attention what's in the, in the frame. So like, you see that this thing right here, mm-hmm. it's like stick yeah. over here and it's half fine. I mean, I get it. You're trying to capture him, but I probably would have just moved in as tight as you can. What is that? And, you know, you can always get closer kind of deal. Yeah. So I would just done that, but I mean, I don't know how much you could see that or not see that when you're shooting, but, um, I, I really like this photo in the sense that like there's a lot going on and I kind of like a lot going on because it, it really keeps you captivated. And you're like, Oh man, what's going on with those two dudes? Like right here, what are they doing? Fixing each other up and you know, and, uh, Frank said it, that just the position right here with this guy going this way and this guy going this way. That was really cool. I like that. I, I would try to find that, you know, even the arrow kind of leading to this guy who I think is the main subject. So there's a lot going on. I like it. Uh, but for silhouetting, I think, I don't know. I, I think maybe the other way, if you're back here capturing this way, I don't know, or back this way capturing this way. Yeah. But that's it for that. This last one, just a heads up, I kind of shot you it's on the text, but your sensor might be dirty right here. It is. It's actually the lens. It's it's the lens. Okay. The lens. All right. Well, yeah. all right. We'll, we'll get away from that. But that caught the, my eye. Real I saw fast. the spots. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then here, you can see I moved it into, and uh, it's just because I know this is the focal point, and just like everyone's been talking, this half moon is really cool. I don't think there's anything on this side that would have really been keeping me going. So much like everyone said, I would have just tried to kind of move in. And by default, this pole and this thing would have fallen kind of on this whole rule of thirds kind of deal. You know, you know, even if you're a little off, it still would have been kind of, you know, Mm-hmm. Just symmetrical, I guess. I'm really, yeah. I'm really symmetrical. Like I really try to pay attention to like what falls on certain lines and stuff. So, but uh, this one again, for me as well as everyone else for silhouetting. I think. I mean, if you're saying silhouetting, it's, 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 I mean that's it, right? So, um, this is the time where the blowout actually plays to it, right? Because if you're going to do a silhouette, I mean that's where you put the subject, right? So you kind of like nail that one. Um, well, it's my favorite of the three. Mine too. That was a nice yeah, it's, it's the first one. It's the last one I opened, but the first one I wanted to like enlarge and look at. So if, if that says anything. Vicky, uh, were you were you zone focused or were you manual focused on these three shots? Uh, always zone focus. I, I set my zone, and um, beside this one, I know what the th- so the other two were oh, thirty five. <laughs> Yeah, so that one was a 35 Sumo. Yeah, uh, and then the that's a 50. But I did have it zone focused, but because yeah. the 50 mil, the zone focusing is a little uh, shallower than the 35. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a you got you don't got much place to or much space on your lens to work with like you do on a 35. You can set it and you have such a longer uh, depth of field. Um, but yeah, they're all zone focused. Yeah. Um, I shoot fast, really fast, and all of these 
I I walk. And the one thing I can thank the military for giving me is uh, teaching me how to do facing movements when I when I'm walking. So that so uh, if you could go back to the middle one, this one I actually was walking this and one? I Wait, yeah, this one? yes, this one. Okay. So this one I was actually walking back to my car and I saw him leaving that crowd and I was doing an about face and taking pictures at the same time all while I went back into a 360 and kept walking to my car so um, facing movements they're really essential when it comes to street photography Um, so I actually have a photo and this is to Frank with the old man let me let me try to find it and and pull it up Uh, but Okay. Hey, I'm gonna stop sharing. I appreciate the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like. Them. So let me see if I can. I forgot the date. Um, so, quick story. I bought my first Leica in 1975 in New York City. I took a Hasselblad in to begin repairs, and I saw this flat black work of art in the camera store and I looked and I said, what's that? The guy said, that's the new Leica M5, the first Leica with a race, with, with, a, with a meter. And I was like, oh, let me see that. Didn't have a lens on it. And they wanted $100 to repair my Hasselblad in 1975 money. And I said, let me ask you something. How much portrayed my Hasselblad in with this body, this, this Leica body? He goes, your Hasselblad lens and back and a hundred bucks for this Leica. You know, so I did it. And then two weeks later I got the money for a lens. So when I bought the lens, he only when he had in stock, he didn't have a thirty five, he didn't have a fifty, he didn't have a twenty eight. He had a ninety millimeter Sumacron. That was my only lens for the next two years. I learned to shoot with a 90 millimeter telephoto with a range finder. And I did everything with that damn camera. Group shots. I mean, you know, I, it, was, away it, was coming. it was coming. Group shots, you must have been in the next neighborhood. Yeah, the next <laughs> I was. I was. And, you know, in 75, the 90 millimeter Supron was, was, was huge. It wasn't small like it is now. It was, it was twice the length and big. So when you put that on a on a an M5, it looked like a squirrel with uh taking uh, uh you know some erectile dysfunction medicine. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, what I liked about your story because I heard it on the podcast was um, the fact that you didn't have the lens for a while, but it did keep you from carrying the camera and just firing it. <laughs> right. I said, I played with that. You know, life is like. I mean, I, the only like I own is I have a, a custom M6, and um, only have I have one. I have fifty millimeter lens on it. That's 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 my favorite lens. That's all I shoot with when I'm on that camera. I mean, I've owned everything from a 20, 21 up to the ninety and twenty. Um, they the film was was built so well when you get your hands on one of them. You wind an M3 or an M6 or an M4, um, you know, this is something about them. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they, I have a deep appreciation for it because my old IBM training and fixing equipment, 
Uh, I used to tear down the uh, the typewriters were all mechanical, like watches. There's no electronic in them. So, uh, you know, cool weather. Yeah. So this one's for for Frank. This was uh, more of a uh, my, I don't know what my oh, the old man. Yeah, I got this background. It's let me turn it off. All right. All right, there you go. So. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, too. That's actually. Well, I like that one. I like that. that, 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 that that's. Uh, I like wow. that one better. That arrow is like. Yeah. yeah look at me. Yeah, I like that one better. Yeah, it's because you got, you got, you know, like two different generations there. You know, it's almost like there he is. You know, yeah. got the arrow on it. So that that was actually my favorite from that group, but I was going with the themes silhouettes and shadows, uh, so that was the reason why I picked the shadow from the other Walking Man. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that with with you. Hey, hey Frank, Frank, I was thinking about you this week when I took this shot right here. Can you see that? Not, the flowers. Yeah. You gotta turn your background off. It's it's just uh, your background. Yeah, I turned it off. Yeah, yeah, my, my background is sucking up the. Um, that's what happened to mine. Now we're gonna see you're in the toilet. That's what. Yeah, that's what. That's what happens when you get, try to get so cute. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, man, I. Shoot. I haven't been shooting much at all. I think I've taken five pictures since uh, Christmas Day. Man, you know, I'm okay with that. Oh yeah, the flowers. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, but you can they're in the the mirror over here to the side over over here to see the reflection of me in the mirror, but I guess it's too much reflection. I'll post this this week. Yeah, I thought about you. I thought about you when I took this out. Let's look at a shot to Frank with a shot. Yeah, I'm always looking for stuff like that. It's a little light. I'm trying, I'm you know, the thing is, I tell people that um, I try not to take uh, vacation postcards. <laughs> You know, at, uh, another Sunday, I mean, what Greg has shown me in Hawaii is the the cloud formations and the sunsets are just off the chain, crazy. Yeah. We don't get we don't get very many cloud formations in Southern California anymore. It's called fog. I mean, smog. Well, <laughs> smog actually helps pictures a lot, believe it or not. And you find it out when you go to Northern California, and it's clear. You know, I uh, found it out when I would go up there and shoot, and uh, everything, everything changed. You were ready. Um, but anyway, it's a uh, it's a life. Yeah, yeah. Life. Did uh, Greg make it to LA? Because I know he was on his way over there. He's coming next. Week. He'll be here Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. He'll be here Tuesday. Okay. okay. So it'll be great to see him again. Uh, I got it. You know, I was in Selma, Alabama, like two months, three months ago, at the photo festival I went to, and um, you know, it's uh, we're gonna do it again. Uh, it's the uh, Selma Photo Festival. It's actually pretty cool. If you can go, you should try to go because the winner of the competition they do. Yes, sir. All expenses paid trip to Milan, France. Yeah. 
from Craig, Craig one. I'm going to France. Yeah. So, you know, I got to buy my damn ticket. I wasn't, I wasn't there as a, in my competition. Um, it's a, uh, you know, that's the town where they march for civil rights. Yeah. Um, John Lewis. Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yes, the town. I was born in the South. Uh, I was born in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I find the South to be quite civil, to be honest with you, compared to the rest of America, as I found out. But, uh, yeah, man. Cool, cool. So, uh, once again... Yeah, I was going to say thank you for, for this. This was just kind of a test subject just to get this this segment that I've been wanting to introduce for a while. And, uh, again, I'm the type of person where I'm like, when's the right time? Right now is the right time. So um, I was waiting for a while. I didn't want to use me at first because, you know, there's always that connotation. It's his, it's his uh, podcast. Why is he reviewing his own photos, right? Um, but a lot of people said they wanted to do it and then they never sent their photos. Um, but so I just decided I'd be the test subject myself and I wanted to get different opinions from really great photographers. Um, and I did just that. So I want to thank everybody for doing this. Um, Craig, Frank, Eric, John, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, if, if I could ask. Uh, not for feedback on the photos now, but uh, just how do you think this this went overall? Like where where we can improve it, and we don't have to talk about that now because it probably gets too long. Um, but just a quick uh, yeah, it's beneficial. And how far? How long do you think, or beneficial do you think this would be for people to contribute? I, I think it's going to be because. You can uh, listen to someone else's how they speak and what they think about how they speak, and sometimes it helps you widen your mind. You know, I mean, if it doesn't change anything, there's no harm to anyone. Um, my personal thing about photography is there's no bad pictures. There is, however, photographs that you know immediately are special. From looking at them, they smack you inside your head, and that never changes. They just get better and better as you look at them, mm-hmm. and then there's just another picture. Um, I'm done. I think um, need to figure out. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into, it, but need to figure out maybe on our end, or I mean, first of all, thanks for letting me even participate, but. Anyone who's critiquing, I guess, more of like, I'm trying to think of the listener. Like, how can I walk someone through or show what I'm, mm-hmm. you know, without them seeing what it is? Yeah, yeah. But maybe it would have to be like, you know, off of your Instagram, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, so anyone else could be like, oh, let me look at that. Oh, what are they talking about? I mean, like, they, they wanted to follow. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, but other than that, I think, I think that's good. I think people, like, you know, just to hear other people like, like, damn, like, you know, taking input like that mm-hmm. and being receptive, yeah. I think will be good for people. Yeah. So I, I did know the visual part was going to be challenging for the listeners. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking into getting 
that's the service that will record. It's kind of like Zoom, but it records the video as well. Uh, so I, I'm looking into that, and I'm trying to get my YouTube up and going. That's something I've, I've been working on. I just haven't started it yet, but it, that is coming hopefully soon. So, But thank you for that. Uh, Craig, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like the I like the whole concept. I think that um, you have a different a couple of different avenues to go with it. You can go live with it on YouTube. That way, you can share the screen, and then if you post it on your Instagram page, you can you can number the pictures. These are the pictures that are that are going to be judged, or however you want to, the competition you want to be you want you want to be able to delineate. Mm-hmm. Then they then what that does is tie your Instagram to your YouTube page. So now you have cross pollination with 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 users, and you can increase your your viewership doing that way and then you can do a lot you can go live on on um on youtube capture that moment and then you have your cachet of, of of videos i used to do a vlog for my industry and i have a rack of videos on my on my business on my business page and i took a lot of them down but then you can also once you get to a certain point start monetizing your videos i mean i still some of the videos i've done in the past i still get checks from google um <clears throat> once a quarter so there's a there's a couple ways you can do that so that you're not isolated to instagram but you can cross cross pollinate instagram with youtube and then double your your effectiveness nice nice so yeah we'll talk about that more behind the scenes so i can get some more technical because i i don't know much about that stuff But but thank you for that and craig Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. In fact, I was thinking, I was wondering, I didn't know if there was a way to like add the photos to the notes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe as listeners are listening to the podcast, they could see them. Um, but yeah, I mean, feedback is awesome. Uh, and I actually thank you for Seltzer to me. And I kind of have a thing like, I'm going to go out for a day. I'll send him a pool of photos. And it's amazing having honest, unbiased feedback. Somebody who's not afraid to say, you know, hey, I just don't like this picture. Yeah. Um, and, and not to, you know, have an emotion behind it. Um, I think feedback is a good thing. Yeah. So my original idea, again, going back to John, was how, how are the listeners going to view this? So, uh, I didn't know how to link this to YouTube yet, uh, but my original idea was actually to just post on the Leica SPC Instagram page the three photos uh, on a separate post. Like, these are the photos tied to podcast such and such. So people can kind of view the photos that you saw and they can listen. I'm like, okay, now we can see. So. Um, with, with that though, I think um, you need to uh, for future we need to if someone can make photos, make sure they're titled. So when we're speaking to them, yeah, we can like hey photo whatever. So that way when you do wherever you're following it, you can like yeah yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, there's and definitely once, some... once you once you do I'm sorry yeah once you, once you do that you can, once you do that if you have the if you have a website a website specific to to, to this podcast, you could link the pictures and the actual podcast, the YouTube podcast on your website. So now you're having click throughs on all your different platforms and that generates, that generates your, um, 
you know, what's the, I can't think of the technical term, your notoriety within um, search, your SEO, SEO search, because now each one of those causes you to click through to another site. So your SEO will, will immediately pop up higher than, than the, the average page. Okay. In a little way of advance for me. Talk about that behind the scenes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, once again, I just I wanted to thank everybody. Uh, I'm glad I will, we all of us, not just my, just not just me, but everybody, because you know it's collective. Frank's in, in in LA, Craig and Eric's in DC area, and John's in Texas. Me, I'm in Japan. So uh, it's it's a real worldwide collective. So I couldn't do it without you people and the fans. So I want to thank everybody. Um, uh, if we do. I do plan on continuing this. I really enjoy it, but I would have the person submitting their photo actually be a part of this, um, just so you can, so they can have the the opportunity to explain after everyone critiques or reviews their photo. You know, because um, like I said, like there's a lot of stuff that that I know why and how I took the photo that you don't know the story, right? So like you were saying, uh, I would have got closer to the three people walking. Well. That was the closest I was able to get for that particular moment, right? And then that one guy walking in the in the street, like I wasn't just standing there. I was walking the other direction and I saw something happening and I just kind of... Because you could see when, when I showed Frank the one picture, uh, the path I was traveling, right? So I, I caught it from the side and then when I saw him leaving the group, it was just an instant, an instant moment when I was... And then I was gone. I didn't have time to, to turn around and focus. Everything was already preset. So uh, that way they can have their little 15 minutes to say what they want. And, and, and the, the, other, the other thing with, with the general critique like that, even though it's a good shot, maybe they'll start critiquing themselves yeah. more, a little bit more for themselves mm -hmm. and don't and don't think and, and, and be more cognizant of which photos they enter or which photos they post. Yeah. So I'm so super critical of myself right now. I think that it does does the the craft or the art the the the, the craft uh, 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 it's disingenuous for me to just post anything now. So I'm real cognizant of what it is that I'm posting right now because yeah. I don't want to waste anybody else's time. So there was a, a a previous podcast I recorded and and I I critique myself while I'm shooting right and and I said it I was like I'll be walking and I talk to myself because when I hear it. It's different from just thinking it, right? When when you say it, now you're feeling it. Like this is not an interesting moment. This is not cool. Why why would I take this? Nope, 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 nope. Now I don't say it too loud so the person next to me can hear it, but I say it loud enough where I can hear it for myself. But it, it helps me, and I shoot a lot less that way, and I take a lot less crappy photos. Uh, but yeah, that's that. So. You have a hand come out of your camera, smack it inside your forehead. That would work too. <laughs> Walk around, just bump. Don't take. I wouldn't it. be able to see. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to see. I'd be all black and blue. Yeah, what do you do? Don't drop the camera. Oh, uh, everybody, welcome uh, John Hendrick to LLC Gang. I don't know if he's the last one to join, but oh, yeah. he finally did it. Uh -huh. Hold on, where's that? Yeah, okay. yesterday. Wow, I, I I deleted the sound, but we'll give you yeah. we'll give you some laughter. Congratulations, uh, welcome to yeah. all the tax write-offs. And if you're smart, you'll pay seven hundred dollars in taxes like Donald Trump. 
Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. I'm already through it. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, I've been putting out a lot more stuff. Obviously, trying to link your podcast, everything. So I'm sure you'll see. I'm hoping you see some traffic. It's advantageous. Don't let the cost of it deter you from LLCing yourself. And that's actually advice to everybody who listens. Uh, just do oh, it. I, I, I've, got 20, I've got 26 years into the LLC game. You, you, you're not going to, you, you do yourself a, a, dis, a, a disservice by not doing it, yeah. by not doing it. Definitely. So, all right, everybody. Um, I think that will wrap up this special version of the podcast. Uh, if anybody wants to stick around, we can just chat. If not, we can go to the daily lives and continue what we're doing. But everybody, right, be well. Like right. the street photography. Thanks, everybody. All right, thank you. Have a great day.